Ladies and gentlemen of the flat earth, it is one minute past ten on Monday, the 29th of October 2018, the Chinese year of the pinger. How in fuck are you all? How was your weekend? How is your life? Have you been out there slinging dick, getting after it, getting shit done, getting woke, getting out of control, getting white chick drunk? Just fucking getting after it, ladies and gentlemen. I'd goddamn hope so. I have been. Probably. I'm going to go with probably. Can't say, can't say fairer than that. Threshold.fm, good morning to you. YouTube, good morning to you. Those just going on with their lives, not even knowing that this radio show exists. Good morning to you. Why are you not listening? Why do you not know? Is it a marketing issue? Is that the problem? Or do you just not like my infectious brand of drum and bass, low quality banter and lobsters? You're damn right. Lobster crew are in the chat. There's plenty of them. Oh, shit. Well, how, how, how are you all? How, what, what's going on? Tell me about your lies. Tell me about your hopes, your fears, your dreams. Does breakfast still mean breakfast? I don't know. Maybe today we'll find out. And there's only one place you've even a vague chance of that. A little place. A little place. A little place called Coffee and Mames. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes. That's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Sluggy. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy and that's funny and it's 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 kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that it, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you and if you don't play that out you actually fail ladies and gentlemen it's coffee and memes, it's Threshold, it's YouTube, it's, it's everything. It's everything and nothing at once. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a quantum issue, probably. How are you all? I'm very glad to be here on a Monday. I missed you a lot over the weekend. God knows you're, you're the only family that mean anything to me. Sorry, Mum. And I'm here. I'm happy to be here. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll do it for free, but it, it, people, people are donating, and that's, that's, that's a wonderful thing. I've got some absolute... I'm sort of always impressed at the insanity of the world in terms of news stories, but I'm very... Uh, this is a hot time for drum and bass. I feel like drum and bass has been... You know, there have been ebbs and flows of drum and bass, but the last six months... There have been some fucking serious bits of gear, some naughty tunes, some some proper rascal bits, you know, some real chin swingers. So last week, last week, Collective and Medica, they won Chin Swinger of the Week with their track Just Because. Uh, who will win it this week? Could it be any of the, uh, any of the bits I've got locked and loaded in the chamber today? Could it be something I find tomorrow? Could it be something that one of the lobster crew suggests today? I don't know. It's going to be time to find out. Uh, what do we have in here? We've got some really, uh, got some really good stuff, guys. <laughs> some really good bits. Look, I'm going to start with a classic though. I haven't had this in ages, and it is an absolute monster. And in terms of getting a Monday off to a good start, you can't say much more fairer than this. Smash TV, chasing status, fucking. Put this in your pipe and smoke it. Yeah. 
Look at these shiny fucking Rankins Records t-shirts, eh? Woo-hoo! Load of them went out in the post. They beautiful. About five or six years ago, I hit here and ended up stuck out in the middle of this place. Climbed up out on the, out of the freeway. This little man comes up to me in my room with our backpacks and about ten bucks between us. And he goes, you know where you are? What's this? What's this? What's this? Dogs on the Moon, Delta Heavy Remix. I've not heard such a remix. Oh, dearie, dearie me. That's a a great record. I'm a fan. I think Chasing States are going to do all right, you know? Uh, Just a couple of guys, just, you know, just making tunes. You may not have heard of them, but I think they're okay. I think 2018 is going to be their year for the last two months left of it. Hey, good news, everyone. Uh, Flesh-rotting zombie drug crocodile is being taken in Britain. Experts warn. When the experts start warning, that's when you know you're in for a... uh, in for a rough ride. Rob 
Wah! From the Metro reports, Crocodile, a deadly opiate drug which can leave users with their bodies rotting while they're still alive, may have arrived in Britain, experts have warned. A woman in Gloucester was unable to attend court because of horrific open sores on her body from injecting the drug. Her barista said... Barrister. Uh, <laughs> such a dwarf. The drug has already killed thousands of injecting addicts in Russia and Ukraine and leaves users with scaly bodies, hence the name. Um, it's a little more complicated than that. Uh, Gloucester Live reports that several reports <laughs> Gloucester Live reports that several reports suggest that Crocodile has arrived in the area after reports it has spread to America. <laughs> Gloucester Live reports, reports, reports. Uh, the drug desamorphine is cooked from over-the-counter remedies such as cheap substitutes for heroin. Users' skin becomes scaly and rotten around uh, injection sites due to chemicals added during the cooking process. Uh, it's sometimes made with paint thimmer, thinner and phosphorus from matches. Yes, the problem is, now, don't quote me on this, but the use of phosphorus, white phosphorus, or not white phosphorus, maybe black, I, yeah. Anyway, the sort of phosphorus element of it is used in the production process, but you've, you're then supposed to take it out afterwards. That's how you make uh, desamorphine. You then have to take those stuff, those bits out. But if you don't take them out, you're basically just injecting phosphorus into you, which you might imagine uh, is not ideal. It's not great. And so that basically causes necrosis of the skin and tissue. Um, so it's basically, don't blame the crocodile. <laughs> it's, it's blame the people making the crocodile. You've not made your crocodile correctly. You've, you've, you, you're too desperate to get it in you and get all razzed up, get all zinged up on your crocodingers. And you've not taken your phosphorus out. And now you're suffering the consequences, basically. So, you know, the early bird may capture the worm. But if his dick rots off, it's, what's the point? Uh, Russian narcotics expert Sergei Agakolov, uh, Agakolov, uh, I trust him to have Gak in the name, um, a person becomes a zombie with their body rotting, the rancid smell of which is detected a few steps away. Doesn't sound like an expert analysis. Users who inject it often die within two years, and the drug has already killed thousands of addicts in Russia and Eastern Europe. Uh, police in Gloucester... Uh, I've not confirmed that drug is being used in the area. There is a good podcast, Joe Rogan and a guy called Hamilton Morris. He uh, does a show for Vice called Ham Hamilton's Pharmacopia, Ph uh, something, Pharmapedia, Pharma something. Anyway, where he goes off and sort of investigates drugs, does a lot, of, basically does a lot of dingers on camera and somehow has managed to wangle getting paid for it. Smart lad. I mean, nice work if you can get it. But he was talking about it, basically, and he's, um, he's quite pro-drugs. Uh, and he's really saying that you get a lot of these sort of scare stories and stuff, but they're often quite far from the truth. And really, it's just people either making it wrong or badly. And, yeah, I mean, people wouldn't take a drug. If, you wouldn't take a drug if you knew that it was going to rot, turn your flesh into rotting zombie flesh. It's, um, it's not supposed to happen. It, that wasn't supposed to happen. The pictures they've got in here just look like people with skateboard injuries, to be honest. I mean, maybe they are skateboarding, I don't know. What have we got? Uh, oh, Jesus. Uh, the Metro. With a foreskin, I know what I'm doing. 20 women tell us what makes a good penis and why. Maybe we'll get into that later. Uh, gay penguins successfully hatch baby chick and take turns to care for it. Good lads. Um, actually, I mean, it could be two lesbian penguins. It doesn't specify. 
Uh, there's not enough fruit and veg on the planet for everyone to eat a healthy diet, study says. Great. Okay, that's good. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, nice. Uh, bride fattens up sisters with fake slimming smoothie so she'll look better at the wedding. Ha 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 girl. Right, let's play some more bangers. Um, right, now there is this one bit that I'm keen to get into. It's kind of jump up but it's also weird. And weird jump up is something I can get behind. Alt, alt jump up. Okay, I'm coining the term now. Alt jump up. Okay, it's sort of uh, avant-garde jump up. You know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Avant-garde jump up. You know, you know what I mean? Uh, it's called London. It's by Headex. Uh, part of his Rage Quit slash London uh, release. Um, yeah. I like it. It's weird. I don't fully understand it, but I'm behind it, you know? I think uh, I... Yeah, I'll, I'll say I endorse it. Yeah, I don't want to have to disavow it later in the week, but uh, right now, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to... I'm happy to endorse it. Good bit of crocodile chat in the uh, in the chat. London. Divided opinion, unsurprisingly. Honky jump up, apparently. It's that jump up for white people, I guess. <laughs> Probably worth taking this opportunity to shout out the VIP list. It's a list of bad motherfuckers that are supporting the show for $10 a month or more on Patreon. 
That's Nicholas Gonclaus, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Oliver Hooper, Squidgy Beast Parsons, Tony Hart, Paulie Hutton, Sierra and R, Michael Kuzetsky, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Carl Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Jack Murphy, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Zara Pickle, Jerome Van Thunderbutton, Mike Pye. <laughs> Bad motherfuckers. I'm a fan. I don't care what you say. I'm Kane and it's Head X, it's called London, it's wonky alt jump up. Right, okie dokie. Look, I want to get into this bride. Uh, <laughs> hold on a second, not quite, not into, over, underneath. No, 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 no. On top of, forget it. Bride fattens up sisters with fake slimming smoothies so she'll look better at the wedding. <laughs> Some brides will do anything to look their best at their wedding, including fattening up their sisters. This has got a sort of um, fairy tale feel to it, don't you think? Um, it may it may seem cruel, but a woman in Australia, not real, uh, apparently decided to trick her stunning siblings into drinking a fake slimming smoothie so she would not be upstaged by the bridesmaids. She reportedly lied to them that the drink would make them lose weight when it was actually full of mega weight cane protein powder. <laughs> mega weight cane protein powder. The bride, who uh, only gave her name as Penny, told <laughs> women, uh, which is spelled W-I-H-M-N. Um, let me just check that out. Is This is going to be... Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a website. It's a sort of women's um, website where they've spelt women in a way that doesn't involve the word man. Women. Okay, good. If that's your thing. Um, <laughs> uh, she, Penny told uh, w- 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 women... Um, <laughs> by far by far the worst thing I did was to fatten up my sisters in the month leading up to the wedding. Every morning I insisted on making breakfast smoothies for everyone. I told them I wanted to all look our best for the big day. <laughs> so I was making them a special slimming smoothie. She said that when her wedding came around, both her older sisters, Maggie and younger sister Charlie, uh, had to get their dresses changed to fit their expanding waistlines. Her devilish plan... Uh, had also been made easier because they all lived together with her fiancé before the nuptials. Uh, her siblings' humiliation wasn't over there. Penny also claimed that she got them to wear neon yellow dresses because she knew that they would look terrible against their fair skin and blonde hair. Penny put the whole episode down to her being a bridezilla and not wanting to get outshone. 
Seemed like her plan worked after after she claimed her siblings looked washed out and chubby <laughs> in the photos and that she looked stunning. <laughs> Penny added that she did feel guilty, but her, sub- her siblings had since lost the weight they gained. They apparently still yearn for the delicious smoothies. <laughs> I think it's hilarious because it's like, yeah, it, fuck it, bring everyone down to my level. I've, you know, I've, I've actually employed similar tactics myself when creating a uh, like a like an hour long mix in Ableton. I've stuck some of my own tunes in there, and then like I felt like they don't, they don't sound as good as the tunes like before and after. Like they're just not quite. I can't really, you can't play a noisier tune after one of mine. No, it's just going to make mine look like shit. So what you do is just get like a notch on an EQ and just take like a whole frequency range. I just like a very narrow like frequency range out of like the next tune and just have it like a couple of dBs lower. So it's like a real, uh, it's a real disappointment. I'm going to ramp yours right up. Hey, fuck it, it's my mix. What are you going to do? Ah, oh, the secrets. The, the secrets, they're all coming out now. Oh, God, let's just, we'll dip in and out of this uh, 20 women tell us what, make, what makes a good peen and why. Uh, Priscilla, 27, from Ballon. She says, nothing too veiny or threatening. Some, penis, some penises just sort of angrily stare at you. <laughs> uh, a medium size is always good. Pink and plush. Okay. Um, uh Right. Uh, Susie, 20, from London. I had a bender once, <laughs> and it could touch corners that no one else had reached before. Oh, that, right, I see. Uh, it also went down my throat at the perfect angle. Cheers, Suze. Uh, Becky, 24, from West Kensington, said, I really dislike circumcised men because I can't cope with the actual penis. With a foreskin, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm not too picky. But no one likes a really bendy one, do they? Well, funny you should say that, Becky. I know a young lass called Suze. She's 20. She, she's, she's a fan. <sighs> right, uh, what's this foreskin privilege, is it now? I think... <laughs> I'm not going to go there. Uh, all right, well, we'll dip back into that a little bit later. What else have we got? Gay penguins successfully hatch baby chick and take turns to care for it. Thank you, Richard Hartley Parkinson from the Metro. Uh, Sven and the Matt... What? Oh, okay. Sven and Magic, the Gen- the Gentoo penguins, are happy to announce the arrival of a chick that they're taking turns to look after. The penguins are not announcing this, okay? Let's just get this straight. The penguins are not like, hey, we need to put out a press release. Let's talk to Richard Hartley Parkinson from the Metro. We'll get on to him. He's great. He's a bastion of sensible journalism. And uh, yeah, just let them know that like we've we've adopted this chick. It's Hatch. We're looking after it. We're doing a great job. We just think that as long as a child has two loving parents, it doesn't matter whether or not they're gay, straight, or anything. You know, just it, it's all about love. It's it's all about love. Uh, so we'll get a press release out. Talk to the Metro. We'll talk to the um, the correspondents that deal with the weird news in the Mirror, and talk to the Daily Star. Uh, this will be fantastic. It's going to go viral. I think we can really we can really champion the gay penguin movement. The same-sex couple uh, are said to be doting on their tiny offspring who was born on October the 19th, weighing just over three ounces, at the Sea Life Centre Sydney Aquarium. They have called him... S- what? Svengik. Oh, because it's Sven and uh, Sven and Magic. They. I don't believe that those penguins named him. I just, And I don't think that anyone would name anything Svengik uh, unless they're taking a piss. Like, a child is not an amalgamation of the two parents' names. That's not how it works. This is ridiculous! 
Sven and Magic have caught the attention of aquarium workers when they were constantly seen waddling around and going for swims together. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, began, they began to build a collective nest of pebbles, prompting the aquarium to provide a dummy egg for them to look after. Uh, and when uh, they proved up to the task, they were given a real egg. Someone's, some, some other penguin couple are down an egg now. The pair have bonded, Penguin super, Supervisor Tish Hannon said. They recognise each other's signature calls and songs, she said. Only bonded pair of, uh, penguins will be able to successfully find their partners using the calls when they're separated. Unlike many mammal species, female and male penguins take on the same parenting roles and share parental duties 50-50. Um, there is no real difference when it comes to breeding behaviours between male and females. All right. So it's common to have male, 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 or female, female showing courtship and breeding behaviour. They just like getting stuck in penguins. They're 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 not shy. They're fine. They just they just they just they're just full of love. They're just they're into it. In the wild, however, these courtships are unlikely to result in the chick. Uh, so they are normally short lived, with the penguins becoming unsatisfied and looking for another partner. Because we have given Sven and Magic the opportunity to have a potential, uh, potentially successful breeding season, it is very likely that they will return to each other next season. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? Season two of Sven and Magic. The chick now all grown up. What's left for them to do? Yeah, maybe they're just sort of sitting around, like, getting bored, doing jigsaw puzzles, reading The Guardian, that sort of thing, like, pfft, arguing. Now they're just like... <laughs> Sven's like, Hey, you'll, ne- you'll, you'll never even look at me anymore. I remember last season when we had that chick. You were all over me, all doting around. Now you don't even want to know. I roll up with you in bed and you push me away, <laughs> you motherfucker. It's like, hey, you come home stinking of booze. You're stinking of other fucking penguins. You're, and, you're, and then you expect to get some from me. You're out of your fucking mind. It's like, oh, we should, we should have another egg. Let's get another egg. It's not the first time same-sex penguins couples have adopted an egg in captivity, with a handful of zoos worldwide reporting similar cases. In 2009, two male penguins, Z and Vilepunkt... Why do they have to give these penguins stupid fucking names? Why can't they just call them Barry and Jeff and be done with it? Vilepunkt. Fuck me. Successful, uh, Z, Z, Z and Vile Punk successfully hatched and reared a chick that was rejected by its heterosexual parents at a zoo in Berlin. Fucking heterosexual penguins. They're out of control. Um, before them came Roy and Silo, two male chinstrap penguins at a zoo in New York who were spotted frequently trying to mate with each other. <laughs> Just having a good time. After they tried to incubate a rock... Okay... <laughs> Losing it. Uh, zookeepers gave them a foster egg, which they successfully hatched. Uh, their foster chick, a female called Tango, eventually paired up with another female. Oh, how about that? Uh, there are no, no word yet on whether Leslie Knope will marry the couple. I don't know what that means. Um, okay, great. Gay penguins. They're just, they're just getting it done. Good for them. Uh, right, this is called King is Back. It's by Tramer. And it's quite pokey. It's got a bit of wedge to it. Sin Foy in the chat. Was that you on Clarence Baskerville? Yes, it was.
That's a naughty bit of gear. It's by Tramer. It's called King Is Back. This has shoe throwing potential, I think. Dreamer, King is back. Uh, I I can't tell you what that label, uh, what label it's on. It's too small for me to read. Uh, now, a few bits here from uh, Rob. Wah! First bit is uh, you should be putting weed up your anus instead of smoking it. Doctors advise. <laughs> uh, uh, this is a kind of like a pure encapsulation of what the Metro is all about. It's uh, something drug-related, something inserting into yourself, something a bit weird. Not real, not real journalism. It's got a doctor suggesting something. It's just like an expert say, studies say, doctors warn. It's just tosh. Oh, fucking hell. Here's another thing you've done wrong your whole life. Getting high. <laughs> Instead of crumbling weed into joints or smoking it in a bong, uh, you should have been stuffing it where the sun doesn't shine. That's according to doctors in Canada who say that inserting weed up in Teyarainas is better than smoking it or eating it. This is according to the High Times. Fucking High Times, Jesus. Let's have a look. Doctor's orders, put marijuana in your butt. Don't smoke it. This is two years old. Uh, warning, predictable and juvenile attempts at humour follow. Fuck off, High Times. Not interested. That's, uh, I'm even less interested in you than I am in Rob. Wah! Where's it gone? Here you are. Uh, uh, Mikhail Kogan of the Center for Investigative Medicine at George Washington University in Washington, D.C. said, Rectally is actually a lot more preferred because of the volume of absorption. You can get a lot more. You can put a lot more in a case. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Uh, you can put a lot more and it gets absorbed a lot better. But not everybody is open to this way of administration. Uh, as doctors put it, according to the High Times, we know opiate painkillers work, but no one suggested that people should smoke opium. What? <sighs> All right. This doctor is smoking crack cocaine, is in the, um, is in the comments. Bronson Reno Sharple, he says, this doctor is smoking crack cocaine. 64 people have liked that. Not John Nevick, though. He says, actually not. Alex Ratcliffe said, no, he's shoving it up his. Uh, Matthew Joe Carr says, crack cannabis. Lovely stuff. Well, that's just, uh, well, all right, yes. Yeah, let's still start top shelving the ganja. Let's start top shelving the Buddha. 
Let's, you know, let's do it. Why not? Okay, look, here we go. Um, Magic mushrooms can boost your creativity and make you great in meetings, reports Rob. It's well known that magic mushrooms can cause people to wear fluorescent clothing and listen to really awful trance. Oh, fuck off, Rob Wah. Oh, fucking, I've had enough of your shit. Where are you? Look at you. Look at the absolute state of you. Oh, you can such a bell end. Come on, let's get it up on uh, on the other computer. Oh, f- oh mate. Fucking just... Dude, dude needs to sort it out. Like, he he looks like he rides an electric micro scooter to, to the metro office. Look, there he is. Rob Wah, former TV scientist turned nightmare angel of the expressways. What does that even mean? Oh, look, you know he's like, you know, I'm actually a male feminist. Uh, you know, I, I actually think that women should have more rights than men. <laughs> you know, come, you know, come back to my flat. Yeah, you know, I, I've got an actually very extensive record collection. It's mainly Scandinavian jazz. Do you vape? Oh, look, I think I could probably give you a backy on the back of my electric micro scooter. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you can just see my, my floppy white hair flowing majestically in the wind. Just hold on to me. A bit closer. A little bit closer. Come on, don't be shy. It's fine. I'm a male feminist. Ah, oh, Rob Wah. <laughs> Rob Wah, you're doing, Rob Wah. Oh, you make me sick. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's continue the article. Um, it's well known that magic mushrooms can cause people to wear fluorescent clothing and listen to really awful trance. Fuck off, Rob Wah. Uh, but can small doses of um, mushrooms make you creative? Yep, according to new research from <laughs> where else? Holland. The researchers dosed volunteers with small doses, 0.37 of a gram of dried truffles, uh, then assessed their out-of-the-box thinking. Uh, note, this is not the same as out of... Oh, fuck off, wow. In recent years, Silicon Valley types have started to bang on about the benefits of microdosing uh, LSD. So the researchers basically thought, what about shrooms? This is not new news, Rob Wah. People have been using small doses of psychedelics for a very long time for creative thinking. And the fact that you are so, uh, frankly, belligerent about the subject only leads me to believe that you are a, even actually more of a bellend than your picture looks. Uh, taken together, our results suggest that consuming a microdose of truffles allowed participants to create more out-of-the-box alternative solutions for a problem, thus providing preliminary support for the assumption that microdosing improves divergent thinking. Moreover, we also observed an improvement in convergent thinking that is increased performance on a task that requires the convergence of one single correct or best solution. So that would be things that don't require out of the, the, yeah. Don't have multiple potential solutions, only one. Apart from its benefits as a potential cognitive enhancer technique, microdosing could be further investigated for its therapeutic efficacy to help individuals who suffer from rigid thought patterns of behaviour, such as individuals with depression or obsessive-compulsive behaviour. Also very good for people looking to break addictions. Um, There's actually a lot of very good stuff uh, that you can look up on this, and Rob Hua is doing a terrible disservice by frankly mocking it. Can magic mushrooms cure people of fascism? Well, that's quite interesting. Uh, that would be good. Um, 
That's stone of thought, though, isn't it? Like, hey, what we need to do, man, all these fucking Nazis here, we just got to get them on the magic mushrooms and then they realize that it's just all about the love. It's possible, though. It could work. You never know. That'd be good if it did. Um, then you just have people going around spiking everybody with the shrooms. Imagine Big Donny T on the, on the mushrooms. That'd be hilarious. I mean, that's something we'd all like to see. Um, yeah, right, I'm done with fucking Rob Wire. You can go suck a dick. Um... Do uh, a severed one. I just want to make that clear. Do you like music? Yes. Yes, I do. Does everyone on my flat earth sound South African? No, only people that describe putting things into the rainus.
A brief reminder. You can now get this as a podcast on iTunes. There is a link below the YouTube video and a link in the archive section of Threshold.fm website. Or just go to your podcast app of choice and search for Coffee and Memes. Uh, that is by Solix, and it's called Do You Like Music? Yes, I do. Some of it. Uh, right, we return to the Metro's uh, 20 Women. Tell us what makes a good penis and why. Uh, Betty, 48, from Cardiff. Recently, I experienced a very girthy straight cock. When I say girthy, I mean girthy. The same sort of circumference as a standard-sized Coke can. It was delicious. Girth is where it's at. Lobsters. Uh, Sharon, 28, Tel Aviv. Doesn't matter what it's like, as long as it does the job right. Mm-hmm. Sharon's a good times girl. She, she's just she's just looking for a good time. Although I'm personally not into the chode, and a bender can help hit the right spot. I've not heard the term bender used in, in, in terms of penis description before. I imagine I'll uh, just hear it all the time now. Vegan couple lived off food that was going to be thrown away. Good for them. Holly, 30, Chiswick. I don't really have a type, but I like ones that get really big and hard. <laughs> Although aren't necessarily big when not erect. Okay. Grower, not a shower. Not a fan of a circumcised peen, though. Okie dokie. More, um, more foreskin privilege there. Daphne, 25, Brighton. I feel like I've been able to work around all the dicks I've had. <laughs> Digging a really big cock can make things a little slower, so I tend to prefer ones that are slightly shorter and more versatile. If I had to pick between girth and length, it'd be girth. <laughs> Although my ex had a thick cock, and it meant we weren't able to have spontaneous sex unless there was lube around. Oh, that's unfortunate. Poor Daphne. Anyway, uh, where are we? Oh, the Metro shilling for real Australia. Drowning kangaroo pulled from sea by police and given CPR. So it's effectively it's a puff piece for Australia, trying, like a puff piece for kangaroos to try and make them look, look like they're not robots. Yeah. A kangaroo was almost left six feet down under uh, this week after being dragged from the sea by waves. Dragged out of the sea by waves. Australian police were called to Safety Beach in Melbourne. Oh, the irony. On Saturday afternoon, admits report, admit reports that the native animal was struggling in the water. When they arrived, the roo had already made its way back onto dry land and was on the sand covered with a blanket by beachgoers. As they approached, it suddenly turned and then bounced back into the waves. You fucking idiot. See, it's got wet. It's malfunctioning, isn't it? It's all, all its bloody wiring and stuff's all fucked, isn't it? So it's just hurtled back into the sea. Dumb robot. It began to swim, but got into difficulty in the swell, and breaking waves went under and went under a few times, Victoria Police said in a statement. Two officers jumped into the water and managed to bring the marsupial, by now unconscious, back to a grassy area and resuscitate it using compression, uh, a new battery, and some tools. 
They did not use the kiss of life, mouth-to-mouth resuscitation, uh, Victoria Police spokeswoman said. The wild animal was then brought to the police station and after an assessment and having its uh, software updated, so that it was in good spirits and lucky to be given the all-clear. Uh, whilst known for their jumping prowess, most kangaroos are also capable swimmers, although they rarely take to the water because they're robots. Oh, okay, it's good to know. Uh, man declares himself king and claims independence from UK to get around planning laws. Good lad. He's a renegade, he plays by no one's rules but his own, he's a maverick, he's a dirty cop. Uh, he's not. Uh, one man who was denied planning permission to build a house is taking his battle to the United Nations, declaring the land uh, an independent country and himself as the king. Okay, he's lost his mind. Steve Oggy wanted to build a small home on the plot, uh, but his application was refused. He then declared the land Everland and made himself its ruler. Okay, starting a cult. The 46-year-old is now campaigning to have it classified as its own state. Steve first took his fight to the Royal Court on Guernsey, who said that it could not be a country as it had no population. Steve then tried to argue it did have a populace, worms and insects, which the court rejected on grounds that he's out of his, out of his mind. Now the 46-year-old has vowed to continue his fight and will be taking his unusual legal battle to the UN. His wife has said that she is rolling her eyes so hard they have almost fallen out of its skull. Steve owns an area of land near Castle in Guernsey, which he renamed earlier this year before declaring it independent and announcing himself as the king. He told the court his country would have a population of five voting members alongside the insects and they would all have their own passport. You'd make the passport for the insects, would you, Steve? Yeah? Probably not. He said, I wanted to build a small home there, but Guernsey planners wouldn't allow it. And I got to the end of my straw and declared independence. (laughs) Got to the end of my straw? That's not a... Is that a saying? The end of my straw? You think the straw that broke the camel's back? End of my tether? Ah, you're combining straws. You're combining your straws with your tethers. No, you can't combine your sayings. It's not uh, your idioms. You You can't do it. I wanted to get my two-bed home with a flat roof. That's all I want. Just let him build his two-bed home with a flat roof. Come on, guys. Uh, I don't know if there's anything more interesting in this story. I've got a picture of him in a hole. It's kind of cool, I guess. Uh, him in a trench. I mean, when they go and take photos of this stuff, they're like, right, okay. Um, so how about, I guess we'll get you by a digger. Yeah, that looks cool. Can you look a bit annoyed? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, um, you in a hole? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to get in the hole, by the hole? Yeah, all right, he's getting in the hole. Yeah, okay, you buy the hole. Um, there's a trench over there. You could get in the trench. Yeah, cool. Get your kids around. Can you get them to look a bit pissed off as well? Oh, they just want their flat-roofed, two-bed house. That's all they want. You've got to give the insects passports. He's losing his mind. Uh, his wife's eyes are just like, like a bloody slot machine. Um, okay, this is called No Good. It's by Missing. Uh, it's drum bass record. <laughs>
Uh, I've updated the Spotify playlist of all the music from this show. Uh, as someone called Scarecrow631 in the chat seems to be somewhat triggered by the fact that it hasn't been updated in a few days. <laughs> Squidgy beats in the chat. I think uh, I think he's right. I think the Earth is not real. I think yeah, it's flat, but it's also not real because it's is all a simulation. So yeah. Oh, the Spotify podcast. What do you mean? The, the okay, so. Oh, sorry to just talk all the way over the top of this. So I yeah. I appreciate that there is some confusion uh, surrounding podcasters. I have about 15 of them, um, but there's there's more than one. The Rankings Records, the, the, all the, like the old drum and bass vinyl shows, they're all on the Rankin and Friends podcast. You can get that on Spotify. You cannot get the Coffee and Memes podcast on Spotify. You can only get that on iTunes. Uh, but you can still get it on any podcast app other than Spotify. So sorry about that, but it is what it is. Do I play tunes from everyone? By that, do you mean do I play tunes by anyone? Yes, if they're good tunes, I'm happy to play them. no good it's by missing this is nice I like the artwork for it as well yeah that's a nice bit of gear uh, right last one for you today shopper criticises Aldi for its parent parking bays an irritated Aldi shopper has criticised his local store for its parent and child parking bays. The man, who did not want to give his name, pussy, 
told Kent Live that he was left feeling less than impressed when he paid a visit to the new store in Sevenoaks and saw the painted bays which depicted a figure in a dress holding the hand of a smaller figure. <gasps> Triggered. He told the paper, Does this mean Aldi are expecting only women and mothers to go shopping? Should fathers and men park elsewhere? Are they happy with the child having no obvious... They are happy with the child having no obvious gender? Mm. I wanted to highlight the issue as it's a little frustrating in 2018. It seems that the onus is still on women and that they must raise the family and manage this, which is unfair. Oh, mate, grow up. Like, it's obvious that men can park in there as well. It's a parent and child parking bay. Like, I, I can appreciate the, uh, for example, the thing with they're wanting to be baby changing facilities in men's toilets. Yes, because it actually serves a purpose. Like, the, I can't go into the women's toilets because I'm the dad with my child to do the baby changing, so I need to have somewhere to change in the men's toilet. Sure. Anyone can park. If you've got a child, man, woman, any any gender you want, you can park in that. It's, it doesn't matter. Pick your battles. Pick your, Stop getting triggered. I guess it's more of an unconscious bias that we have in us. We're all guilty at various times. It was just something that irritated me. I don't want to be named. I was, I was surprised and disappointed that a store like Aldi that I considered the absolute peak of progressiveness... <laughs> who seemed to be a newcomer to the market, that they would have this old-fashioned way of thinking. Oh, grow up. Uh, Lad Bible has contacted Aldi for comment. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Claire Reed, Lad Bible. Um, Aldi, what are your, com what are your comment comments on the gendered parking spaces? It's 2018, you know, and uh, uh, dads have children too. Uh, dads have to park? Where should the dads park? Dads are very triggered by this. Oh, come on. Like, there's just, like, spend your energy in, in, in something that actually bloody makes a difference. Like, just whatever, whatever. Like, I'm sure women have used man-sized tissues for ages, and it's only recently they've started complaining about it. But, you know, men, male parents can park in the thing if there's a... If there's a also, I, I, men can wear dresses as well, mate. That could be a man in the dress. Like, it is 2018. That could be anyone. You're now saying that only women wear dresses. So, who's the real bigot in this situation? A pal who didn't want to be named. Yeah, that's why you don't want to be named, isn't it? Oh, hey, hey. Now, nah, bloody... Anyway. Lobsters. Right, look, let's play one more um, bit. This is... Um, there's a few... Okay, look, we're going to play this. It's called Legend by Instinct. Um, You're seeing a creature that doesn't exist. It's quite nice. You're looking at a legend. The natives knew. As soon as they saw the first... And yet again, I'm triggered by someone else being triggered. <laughs> I'm going to make a t-shirt that says Snowflake Pride.
This is Instinct and Victim. It's called Legend. It's on Cause for Concerns label. Spicy bit of gear, isn't it? A little bit naughty German in there. Hey Aldi, where's your parking spaces for lobsters, eh? Eh? Right, listen, y'all. It's been a, it's been a fine fucking session here. Just getting Monday off to a good start. <laughs> Remember, you can get these beautifully shiny Rankins Records T-shirts now on the Threshold.fm store. Twenty-five quid, free worldwide postage. Can't argue with that. Lifetime guarantee on the print. If you don't like it, give you your money back. Can't say fairer than that. Okay, das ist genug für jetzt. Aber morgen total geil Tuna. It's got some nice bongos in it. Maybe it's the same bongo player as on the Kirill tune. It's possible, there's like one bongo player in drum and bass that gets all the jobs. It's got a fucking monopoly on this shit. It's out of control. Peach, 41, Manchester. I like a thick cock. Veiny and firm. And I hate baggy foreskins. They make cocks look smaller. I don't mind a curve. It doesn't have to be long, but thick and proud is perfect. (laughs) Maria, 42, Kensington. The style of penis I prefer is any shape or size wielded by a confident, enthusiastic partner who is interested in my pleasure as well as their own. Sounds reasonable. Samara, 35, Balham. A smooth and solid peen is preferable, especially as I enjoy giving head, and it's nicer to do with a pretty penis. No one likes an ugly peen, do they? Um, you get that p- pretty, p- pretty peen privilege. As for intercourse, a slight bend is good, but large is, isn't necessarily better. Too much length or girth is a hassle. It's more hassle than it's worth. <laughs> if my fingers touch when wrapped around this member, it's better, better have a few tricks up his sleeve. All right. Uh, Orla, 31, East London 
I like below average in length, and I don't care about the rest at all. In my opinion, it's more about technique than size and shape, but long ones are incredibly painful and not pleasurable in the slightest. I've dumped guys for big penises. I'm not about that life. <laughs> she ain't about that big dick life. She's about that big dick energy, but not that big dick life. Understandable. Lobsters. Right, thank you very much for listening, everybody. I will be back tomorrow at 10am with more of this absolute fucking madness and more wonderful drum and bass music. Thank you very much for joining me. If you want to support the show, you're very welcome to support um, the show and the station as a whole on Patreon. There is a link below. You can also buy one of these fancy T-shirts. Uh, you could share the podcast. You could give it a five-star review on iTunes. You could share the YouTube video. You can hit like on the YouTube video. You can subscribe to the channel. You can join the Lobster Crew. If you're all about that lobster life, which I suspect you might be, then yeah, you might not be about that big dick life. But if you're about that big lobster life, Let's get this show on the road. Right. I'm going to leave you with one. You know, that's what they do, don't they? they, they uh, the, um, the people on the radios. Uh, this is by Signal. This is quite naughty. I'm, I'm, you might all find this quite triggering. It's called 2ME. Lorna, 30, London. Bigger and, a <laughs> bigger and thicker than average, and not circumcised. As long as it stays hard and tastes clean, bonus points for big balls. about to get lobstery as fuck. Oh, that's a fucking tune. Powerful based.
Rachel, 31, Clapham. As long as it does the job, I'm happy. It's a fucking banger. It's called 2ME by Signal. This could easily be getting Chin Swinger of the Week. Right, that is your lot for today. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Just go and search for Coffee and Memes. You can listen to Threshold.fm all day long if you want to. It's fine by me. Yeah, Signal's about like 12 or something, isn't it? Every time someone tells me, the age gets lower and lower and lower. Yeah, he's like nine or something. Yeah, he hasn't even, his balls haven't even dropped. He's, uh, he's just out there. He's getting it done in between maths and science. We should nick his lunch money, throw him in a bush. Lovely, that's 2ME by Signal. Cheers. Cheers for that, mate. That's, that's, you've done all right there. Yeah, you've done us all proud. Right, thank you very much. I will see you all tomorrow, 10am. Don't let your memes be dreams. Let's just get it done. Let's get it done. Okay, lots of love. Goodbye.